sound kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the sound kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the sound kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 13th of November, the 317th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are only 48 days left until 2022. That means it's already time to start thinking about your 2022 New Year resolutions for our annual New Year show. So put on your thinking caps, get out your pens, and send your 2022 resolutions right on in. Here's Laura Angela with the address. You can write to Susan at the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. Today is World Kindness Day, meant to highlight good deeds which focus on the positive power and the common thread for good that binds us. I believe that. Well, I also believe there are some very evil people in the world, but ultimately I do believe, as Anne Frank wrote, that in spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart. This your girl, Bella to be. Stay live, stay fly, stay loving. Asheo! On this day in French history, in 1160, Louis VII married Adela of Champagne. It was his third marriage, the first to the lively Eleanor of Aquitaine, ended in annulment because she did not produce a male heir. His second queen died in childbirth, and that baby was a girl. Darn! But Adela of Champagne did her duty and bore a son, Philip II, thus ensuring the line of the royal house of Capet. The marriage between Adela and Louis VII also served as a peace treaty between one of King Louis' most rebellious vassals, Theobald II of Champagne, who was an incredibly powerful feudal lord of France. During the reign of Louis VII, the University of Paris was founded. We know it today as the Sorbonne, and it's the second oldest university in Europe. The University of Bologna in Italy tops the list. Doctoral degrees were introduced to the world thanks to the Sorbonne, and it's still highly reputed for its humanities colleges. Loads of popes, scientists, and intellectuals have been educated there. You can see some of the original buildings today, which I think is very cool. Hello, I am Ryan from RFI Fan Club, Musidabad, India. 
This is the sound kitchen and Susan Wenesby is cooking. And on this day in 1715, Dorothea Christian Erkselben was born in Kedlinburg, Germany. She was the first woman licensed by a regulating medical body to practice medicine in the world. She was given her degree in 1754, and that too is pretty darn cool. I'm Nomla Sinoso. Hello from Antigish, India. Hey, Srinu. That was my dear brother, Srinivas Rao Namula, whose eldest sister, who was featured on the Sound Kitchen Essay Contest, My Ordinary Hero, is a doctor. She established a health clinic in a rural village in India, this hero, Dr. Hemalata Nomula. And although one doesn't say the age of ladies, she is of an age in which it was somewhat revolutionary to become a doctor. Srinu, I bet eldest sister knows exactly who Dr. Dorothea Christian Erkselbin is. Are you ready? I do hope so. Because it's time for the quiz. On the 9th of October, I asked you a question about France's decision to allow primary school children in 47 departments across France to attend classes mask-free. On the 4th of October, the government announced that any French administrative department where the number of COVID cases had dropped less to 50 per 100,000 people was eligible to become a green-level department the lowest health protocol level. Although children were no longer required to wear masks to school in those regions, teachers were required to keep wearing them. Currently, one COVID case in a classroom leads to the closure of the entire class. My question to you was, as of the 1st of October, what was the percentage of France's classrooms which were closed due to COVID, according to the Education Ministry? The answer is, on the 1st of October, according to the Education Ministry, 1,692 classes were closed due to COVID, representing 0.32% of the country's classes. Unfortunately, COVID cases are on the rise again, in October, in 47 of France's 101 administrative departments, school children were allowed to attend school mask-free. That number has now dropped to 40. And the winners are... Muhammad Shamim S. from Keralam State, India. Muhammad is the president of the Golden Eagles RFI Club. Hey, Muhammad, did you make a rangoli for Diwali? Post a photo on the Facebook pages. From West Kikita, Algeria, there's Ferhat Bizazel, the president of the RFI Butterflies Club, Ain Kachera. And there are two RFI Listeners Club members from Bangladesh this week. Haridas Roy from Panchagarg and Shadman Hosen Ion from Kishoraganj.
Last but not least, there's Riaz Hussein from District Chinio, Pakistan, who is also an RFI Listeners Club member. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. This past Tuesday, French President Emmanuel Macron addressed the nation. In his speech, he announced that everyone over 65 would need proof of a COVID-19 booster shot to keep their health passes, which you have to show to get into restaurants, museums and concert halls, and to use intercity rail travel. He also said the booster shots would be open to 50 to 64-year-olds in December. RFI English's head of service, editor-in-chief, and generally in charge of a lot of things, journalist David Rowe, noted in his article, French over 65s will need booster COVID jab from December to keep health pass, that the percentage of the French population currently in intensive care due to COVID-19 infections were overwhelmingly over 50 years old. What is that percentage rate? Again, reread David Rowe's article, French over 65s will need booster COVID jab from December to keep health pass. And answer me this, what is the percentage of over 50s in France currently in intensive care due to COVID-19 infections? I posted David's article on the Sound Kitchen and the RFI Club pages to help you with the answer. You have until the 29th of November to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on December 5th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen on RFI. It's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and his expertise in mixing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about Fespaco. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. This week, Erwan has chosen one of the greatest Kowali singers in history, Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan. Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan was born in 1948 in Faisalabad, Pakistan, into a family whose tradition of Kowali has been passed down through successive generations for almost 600 years. Kowali is a form of Sufi devotional music. Sufism is, to put it succinctly, the mystical expression of Islamic faith and began very early in Islamic history. Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan is considered to be the greatest Sufi singer in the Punjabi and Urdu languages. He is also, and this is very important, responsible for introducing Kowali to international audiences. He's often referred to as the father of world music, which is how Westerners describe any music that is not basically Western. Ali Khan often teamed up with musicians from the West, bringing Kowali to us over here. He was even nominated for two U.S. Grammy Awards. Erwan has chosen one of his traditional devotional songs using Kowali traditional instruments. We will hear his Allahu, which is a traditional Sufi chant. It means Allah is truth. So get yourself in a comfortable place and let Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan take you to another dimension. And thanks again, Erwan. Talk to you all next week.
तेरी सना तेरी सना के खुदा बंदे ला है
जान दिखा देता है दीदाए शौक को हैरान बना देता है दीदाए शौक को हैरान बना देता है डाली डाली तेरी तकलीक के गुण गाती है डाली डाली तेरी तकलीक के गुण गाती है Ooh. 
ਜੋਗ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੇਸ਼ ਕਰ ਰਹਾ ਨਿਦਾ ਨਾ 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 ਨ